Hey guys, today we are going to be talking about exploring the unknown. Okay, we're going to have two sections to this um, talk and it's going to be exploring the unknown of our faith and then exploring the unfamiliar, which we'll be talking about um, sort of other people's experiences and being open to that. Um, first off, our faith. It's difficult for us to question our faith and to challenge it, but asking questions to grow our faith is how we improve our knowledge of Jesus. Um, one, one question that I always ask myself to get myself into the word or motivate me to um, want to ask questions is how would I know how to walk like Jesus if I didn't watch him make those footprints? So how would I know where to go if I don't see Jesus' footprints um, being made? And so all of scripture shows us how Jesus made footprints and how he walked. Um, but we wouldn't know that if we didn't ask questions and if we didn't dive deeper into the life that he led. Um, so one couldn't even think about getting close to are trying to live Jesus's life if they don't know it fully and if they don't ask questions and and um, dive deeper and want to know more about the life that he led um, so turn to James 1 3 and it says for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness the testing of our faith produces growth the testing of what we think we know about God and Jesus' life improves our knowledge and promotes growth. Um, so questions for God are necessary for growth. However, don't question God. So don't question or doubt God. Because um, doubting is indicating that you don't trust that he knows. Um and that's difficult, and that's why people don't want to ask questions about their faith because they're afraid that it might be doubting God. But there's there's a line. There's a line to where questions can be for the betterment of our knowledge and for um, the betterment of just our speech about God. And then there's a line where fear comes in, and therefore doubt follows. So if you'll turn with me, to Matthew 27 46 so Jesus is getting crucified um, in this passage and it says in about the ninth hour Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying my God my God why have you forsaken me Jesus asked this question without a doubt in his mind Jesus knew what was gonna happen the next day Jesus knew what was gonna happen in three days Jesus knew, so the question wasn't filled with doubt, but the question was just a question. So it's possible, and that passage tells us that it's okay to ask questions, but where doubt comes in, fear comes in. There is no love in fear. So when you're asking questions filled with fear, love can't be present in that space. We know that God knows, so let your questions not be in fear, but with a growth mindset. Because if you sit down 
and you open your Bible and you start asking questions about your faith and about what you know, that that is good and that is healthy. Yet don't allow fear into that space because where there is fear, there cannot be love. And then your space of worship and your space of praise isn't filled with love anymore. And it's hindered by fear because you're asking doubting questions instead of growth questions and um, wanting to know more about God and his miracles. So don't be scared of asking questions. Just be aware of the questions that you're asking and be aware that you're not doubting him and or doubting the trust that you have in him. But you're questioning to grow and to um, spread his word more effectively and efficiently. Next, we're going to flip over to the unfamiliar. And that could be a wide variety of things, and I'm aware of that. But we're specifically going to focus on the unfamiliar in the aspect of other people's perspectives. And that is very difficult to look at sometimes. So before I get into this um, section, I'm going to preface this. The necessity of respectful and meaningful interactions is so important because without respectful and meaningful interactions, we can't see others' perspectives. So I need you to go into tough conversations with an open mind. Um, and that's what we're going to be talking about here. So turn to Ecclesiastes 1, 12 through 18. Now, this passage is so amazing and so rich with so many different concepts. I could talk about it forever, um, but we're just going to pull a few things out of these, out of these words. Um, so starting in verse 12, it says, I, the preacher, have been king over Israel in Jerusalem. And I applied my heart to seek and to search out by wisdom all that is done under heaven. It is an unhappy business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. I have seen everything that is done under the sun, and behold, all is vanity, and a striving for after the wind. What is crooked cannot be made straight, and what is lacking cannot be counted. I said in my heart, I have acquired great wisdom, surpassing all who were over Jerusalem before me. And my heart has had great experience of wisdom and knowledge. And I applied my heart to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. I perceive that this also is but a striving after the wind. For in much wisdom is a vexation. And he who increases in knowledge increases in sorrow. That passage is so, is so amazing. And again, I could go on and on about so many different aspects of that of those words um but we're specifically going to focus on the underlying theme of break my heart for what breaks yours lord that's a prayer that i've been praying for forever and it's it's a hurtful prayer it hurts and it's hard to pray but it has pushed growth into my life like I can't even imagine. And that's exactly what's happening in this passage. He's going, this preacher is going out into the world and seeing all that 
all that is in the world and all that is of the world and seeing that it is sad and broken and in distress, but that increased him in wisdom and knowledge. We can't understand, we can't even begin to understand the love and the grace and the holiness that God has if we don't see what he overcame. We can't even begin to understand what Jesus died for if we don't see what he overcame. So look out into your world, look out into the perspectives of all the people that you talk to and see the brokenness and the experiences that they have had to get where their perspectives have shaped and formed in order to at least have an under a little bit of an understanding of all the broken people that Jesus is trying to save and Jesus has saved. So it just takes an opening of your mind to hear others' experiences and that is powerful for you. not only your growth and your faith, but their growth and their faith. I think talking to other people is one of the most important things, important and impactful things that we can do in our lifetime. If you ever get the chance to just listen, do it. Because you learn great things about yourself, about God, about that other person, about the world, through those interactions. And a lot of that is letting go of pride. A lot of listening to other people and listening to what they have to say is letting go of our prideful nature. So um, I was I was on the internet and I was I came across a video of this guy, this ex-Christian, talking about his experiences and why he's not a Christian anymore. And I've listened to a lot of these stories, and they hurt. They hurt my heart so much. Um, and to this one specific guy, I immediately, my brain w turned to anger. It turned to, you don't know what you're talking about. You're quoting the scripture incorrectly. You are, you're applying the scripture in the ways that God did not intend. Um, and so I skipped, I skipped right past the video. I heard like one, one of his, um, doubts that he had about Christianity and I skipped past because I was angry. I was angry that he was running God's name through the mud even though I think I think I know the whole truth. But I don't. I don't. And so therefore I can't be angry about it. Because he also thinks he knows the whole truth. And neither of us do. So one bullet point that I need to hit is God can handle his name being drugged through the mud. God's name has been through a lot. So while you should defend his name, we can't get angry about people running his name through the mud because we don't we don't know the whole we don't know his plans and we don't know what he's doing through that person and that person is hurting 
that person is hurting because of what has been done to them. And so we can't get angry at them because someone has wronged them and someone has ineffectively spread what they think the gospel is to that other person. Um, And so he was asking all these, he was asking these questions and saying his doubts about the word and I skipped past, but then I went back to his question and I said, you know what, That that is a good and that is a valid question if it's in the posture of wanting to know more. If it's in the heart posture of growth and not in the heart posture of doubt and fear. And so I started looking up this question. I started reading through scripture and seeing and trying to find answers. And that's growing my faith where he used it to turn away from his faith. So again, questions in the heart posture of knowledge and wanting to know more about the God that I serve can be so effective. But to these people, turned them away from their faith. And I want to turn back to the letting go of pride. Because it's difficult. It's so difficult to sit there and hear these people's experiences. And hear their perspective on my relationship and my religion. Because, but that's only because I have different experiences. I have experienced love in the church where they did not. I have experienced support in the church where they did not. Humans shape their perspectives based on their experiences. And so we can't get angry or we can't get defensive in a negative way about people who have taken in their own experiences and formed their own perspectives because we have each done the same thing. Even if your perspective is different from your neighbors, that doesn't make theirs less valid. Just because they were fed the wrong information doesn't mean they're less of an intellectual. Instead, we need to flip the situation and we can be mad. We can be angry at the situation but we can't be angry at that person. Instead, we can flip it and ask that person that question with a growth mindset and move them forward in their faith instead of setting them back and using what turned them away to turn them towards the love of God. Because that's what we're sent to this earth to do. We're sent to see brokenness and spread love, and spread the gospel, and spread the good word, and spread the truth. Spreading the truth comes from exploring. Spreading the truth comes from exploring the truth, and knowing the truth, and then going out, and giving the truth where there is none. Expanding your knowledge, and seeking growth, or else you will sound naive or ignorant. And there have been many, many, many times where I have sounded so naive and ignorant, because I didn't know what I was talking about, and I didn't take in other people's perspectives and other people's experiences, and I just said, this is what I know, and this is the only truth 
In reality, I mistaked truth for perspective. And what I was sharing was my perspective and nailing that, that into people's heads. And that's not the right way to go about it. It's simply listening to each other. Listening to the words that come out of each other's mouths with grace in our hearts and the love of God ready to pour out onto that person. Exploring takes a lot of grace for yourself and for others, but exploring can lead to growth in your faith, in the other person's faith, in knowledge around the world. So just listen to each other and listen to your heart and listen to God and seek any way that you can explore what you don't know. Um, okay, that's it. Bye!